0: months um kind of leading up to that but yeah that's more or less it um i think we see eye to eye pretty much on on like art as far as that shit goes um he's pretty cool like as far as just like doing whatever like he told me like when i was like when he like asked me to like you know do stuff for fuck he was like you know like we're pretty flexible and open so like you you literally do whatever you want like the chances are we've probably done something way more transgressive than that so yeah it's pretty cool yeah it's just like kind of ideal yeah can't go wrong either way you know what i mean
1: yeah we've got a really special guest today ben shill he's an artist and a designer and and does clothing and he recently worked On a t-shirt in a series with Eric Brunetti of the legendary skateboard uh, clothing uh, company Fucked, which is um, one of my favorites uh, from the 90s. I was always really enthralled by what they were doing. Everything was really transgressive. It just it had this like classic Gen X ethos that really appeal to like young millennial kids coming up especially with like hookups and like sexy nurses and stuff so yeah i was I basically i just i've been like a fan of this guy's art i've been check it's super lighthearted really funny shit uh very mimetic kind of like in touch it's it's got its finger on the pulse of uh i guess you would say uh what you shouldn't be doing uh <laughs> i i don't know how to describe it so how so what do you how yeah basically how's it going
0: uh pretty good dude just chilling quarantine yeah um yeah i mean i would say more or less that is that is the aim i don't know i mean i try i try to stay keep my finger on the pulse, so to speak sometimes it's good sometimes it's dog shit you know what i mean but i don't know it's all good just try and have fun
1: yeah i mean that's that's all you really can do at this point i mean yeah just trying to have fun has become a full-time occupation on its own especially yeah
0: for real you know yeah like i don't know uh i I just honestly just do shit that makes me laugh like that's (laughs) pretty much it at this point i mean i don't think as far as like the the landscape for art goes right now, it's like in my mind, probably the most appropriate thing to be doing. I mean, yeah, I I agree. I, I, it's really hard for me to be earnest in like any capacity or like self serious, (laughs) like especially with art. So yeah, it's like, fuck it. Why not? You know?
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I, I totally understand. Uh, And you kind of, um, two guys that i see kind of doing similar things we talked about come wizard right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah who seems like he's he's taken like a page out of your book um and then there's another guy who who i like who's kind of who's kind of in the similar realm is a uh, matthew malouf who actually he did a an exhibition called luke turner is retarded who's that uh, artist who was <laughs> at who, uh, who does shit with Shia LaBeouf, who's been like... And he basically tried to ruin my friend Deanna Havas' life. I mean, he tried to ruin my friend Nina Power's life. He's just gone after people and published these like insane, invasive threads into their lives. Basically just for like liking a Pepe meme in 2017 or something. So I think I think I think the best thing you can do is just like get one over on these people and just like fuck it have fun the one shirt I really want by you is a chief Keith Abercrombie and Fitch one because'm I'm, I'm a huge turbo fan and uh, so <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but yeah other but besides that causing a stir you know we both like basketball and uh not not just um you know to sort of uh, make fun of liberals, but i also I also appreciate your sort of like anti cop sentiment, which I think is I think is kind of rare. I think that's something that that uh, fucked kind of it's just like a, a, you know just being against cops in all forms, you know
0: Yeah, like in the most like belligerent way possible like there's not even really like an ideology to it, although people definitely like attach that to it. Like it's just like belligerent and like as mean as possible. That's, <laughs> I don't know. Like not I, not to be like necessarily apolitical, but like, I don't know. I mean, like as far as what I'm doing right now, that's like, I, I don't see any other really like, like I said, like appropriate like approach to it right now because like mo- mostly everything just like fucking sucks so bad from like an art standpoint yeah like didn't you send like, uh
1: um, you sent a painting that that just said jerry salt suck my nuts to his house is that right
0: uh al- i mean allegedly <laughs> i don't know uh all right okay <laughs> I didn't, wait. Did I tell you about that? How do you know about that?
1: Did I post that? Yeah, yeah. It's you. You you, you. you posted a painting of a of a finger spinning a basketball on the, uh, on oh, the basketball. It yeah, says yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. "Suck my dick, Jerry Salt." Okay. Yeah. No. Because yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> I know what you're talking about. No. Yeah. Um, oh, you you DM'd it. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 There's like the painting, and
1: then I DM'd it to him. And, and he said, do, "Do not ever contact me again, or I will call the police." Yeah, dude, that guy's <laughs> awesome.
0: Like, I don't, I don't know what his deal is. And somebody sent me like a screenshot the other day of like, um, I don't even think I started this, although I might have. It's like hard for me to remember anything at this point, but um, like, somebody sent me a screenshot about like uh, like a comment on his post but like something about like him drinking piss. Um, And then I think like they mentioned me in it and he liked it, I guess. (laughs) So like he, he's like aware, like, I mean, obviously like he's, yeah he's, we've acknowledged one another and in our own ways, but yeah. Yeah. I don't think it really means anything. I think like a ton of people hate him and he gets that a lot. So I don't think I really like stand out from the pack.
1: Yeah. There, you know, but I mean, I just, I think, I, I mean, this, this whole show is kind of a weird one because we're, we're, we're talking about, um, a couple of, I think, sort of syncretic episodes that led to this current political landscape. Um, that, that actually started in the '90s, and uh, one of them is, is, is the Waco siege. And the other one is the uh, 1996 uh, campaign finance um, – wait, fuck. All right, I, I fucked up here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. No, no I – oh, the, sh- shit. It's the 1996 uh, campaign, campaign finance controversy uh, with the PRC – and uh, the Clinton administration, and in a, a whole other things like the Riotti family of Indonesia, you have uh, the Chinese triads uh, and street gangs um, that have sort of like infiltrated American politics. And there's this really great book called Year of the Rat um, by Edward Timberlake, That's kind of like this lost 90s nostalgic treasure trove of arcane, uh, strange information regarding, um, basically like finance, uh, political interference. And so I think, um, I think we could start off by just like talking about whatever. I mean, like I said, this is pretty fucking loose, man. (laughs) You know? Um, so, so with Waco, what, what made you, what made you interested in that?
0: Um, I think Waco for me started in like, uh, for lack of a better word in like a pretty autistic way as a child, um, I was born in Oklahoma city and, um, to McVeigh, the OKC bombing is like, obviously, you know, like people are more kind of. Uh, aware of that there um so that and then I think I don't even remember what age I was um probably like 10 or 11 like went to the OKC memorial um and then just kind of like at different periods in my life usually in periods of like deep depression for whatever reason like just go down this like rabbit hole of like um McVeigh and really to a point not even McVeigh but just kind of like what his grievances were which like obviously you know Waco being kind of like the the big one um and I I think like at the time like learning about it, obviously I had no like I, I had like a brief general knowledge of it um and was like kind of confused as to why when Waco would get brought up it's always like this hot button issue on like partisan lines of like what did and didn't happen so I think like that's kind of like how and like I don't even want to say in like a true rhyme way although maybe like as a kid i was like more interested you know in like the morbid kind of like facts about that shit yeah but um definitely like as like i got older like um you do definitely kind of like start to see how things like such as waco um yeah for starters kind of and like they're um how they're just like grossly mishandled and how like the the government response to the atrocity is kind of this like deeply dismissive attitude of what happened and you know they they want to like brush under the rug um I don't know. I don't know if that even answers your question. No, 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 it does.
1: I mean, I think I think the sort of abstract morbidity surrounding Waco and just the kind of like benign response from the agents and the people who were there. I mean, they were doing things like when they shot that 17-year-old kid off the water tower and yeah. they had a burial for him. I mean, the tanks, you know, tank platoons were just... were were literally just driving over the the kid's dead body that was barely buried beneath the surface. And, you know, they joked on camera about how they were, you know, natural killing machines. And these people are all... They're all sort of beholden to whatever uh, command is there. But I think that there's... I think there's this, like, abstract sense that people get when it's really... I think it's really horrifying just on a on a visceral level to see the kind of um, just sort of blase attitude towards the murder of basically like a multiracial. I mean, what isn't like aren't the branch Davidians like isn't that like every like supposed liberals wet dream of this like harmonic group of rainbow coalition of people. Um, all getting together and doing like profane sexual acts that, <laughs> or like you know, in this, I mean, let's take away the guns for a second, but I think it, it just becomes this whole selective issue. But you really start to see in the trials, the Waco hearings, the kind of like partisanship that emboldened this whole thing. It's like I think when a lot of people say, oh, you know, like, the liberals, they weren't always this fucking... It's like, when you see Chuck Schumer up there straight up denying this shit... Yeah, um, like,
0: denying that they, like, burnt children alive and, like... Yeah,
1: just just so callously kind of the same way in which they'll just, they'll, you know, bomb Syrian children without blinking an eye. You really start to think it's like, oh no, man, the fucking libtards have been this way for a while. I mean, it's just a, it's a total corruption of, of abstract. I just, you would say a hermeneutical ethical code. Like it's just, let's just rewrite the rules whenever we want, which is, which is honestly the same sort of, anti-moral doctrine of nazism and fascism it's select it's selective essentialism and i think we're seeing this really slippery slope you know as they're doing things now to algorithmically comb podcasts now for disinformation uh it's like you're starting to see this really slippery slope of like the 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 rules they apply to some people but they don't apply to others and i think similarly and I think this is partially why they hated uh, the the Branch Davidians so much, and just sort of like is because they represented an eschatology, right? Like they were um, they were a religious group of people. They were non secular, and when you have and the thing about Christianity, right, is that it preaches universality. And yeah. The one thing that liberals and fucking Nazis both have in common is they don't believe in universals, thus they hate Judeo-Christianity. I mean, Heinle- like, Heinrich Himmler and all the no- Nazi occultist programs that they were running, I mean, they, they tried to massacre Catholic nuns. I mean, they killed Edith Stein. They were gassing whole fucking convents. After the war, they had, they had all these plans for a final solution, too, involving massacring the Catholics. So uh, I did like, not even know that. Yeah, I mean it's fucking crazy. So it it really is this thing. It's like, well, if you have systems of universal belief, they make up like 0.1% of the entire population of China,
0: but they're seen yeah. as
1: a as a huge threat because because it's a universal system of belief, the thing about religious is like obviously it's fucking endowed with its fair share of hypocrisy, but you're starting to see how like less hypocritical it is than all of the other shit,
0: yeah, like yeah, I'd say like more or less definitely, and there's also kind of i don't I don't know. Um, like the timeline on this with like Democrats, and I uh, like just kind of like branching out from Democrats to just like their constituency, and I don't even want to like reduce it down to that, but there is like the whole sort of like New Atheist um kind of like ideology. I mean, religion basically uh the, the, i don't i don't know i don't know if it's if it's that what it particularly is it's kind of always existed like since the 90s i don't know if it was like a reaction sort of to like reagan and his like um sort of like
1: weird um, like i don't know whatever kind of like like pulling 50s in. norman rockwell kind of brand of
0: yeah, there's kind of visual
1: this. conservatism, but I would say Reagan is kind of also a part of that same thing.
0: No, yeah, yeah. Exact like 100 percent So it's like it's it's hard for me to like dissect it because I mean, yeah, if I were to say that it started with him and like it being a reaction to them, like I don't
1: I don't you see like, they
0: fuck with him, but they, they on on like the sort of like um I don't know, kind of, like, ideas or views that are, I think, in comparison, kind of almost trivial, like, in regards to, like, what he ended up, like, carrying out, like, you know, like, yeah, they'll, like, disagree with, like, him on whatever, like, in regards to, like, Christianity or, like, evangelical movements, but then, you know, like, obviously, like, support him on, like, I don't know, like, just drug war policy or like you know like just like heinous firearm laws that yeah kind of like go to serve this like specific type of person yeah um that yeah. they they reframe kind of as you know well
1: that's like, that's the funny thing about reagan was he wasn't a populist in any way and he was super anti-second amendment so he didn't believe in he was about you know, as far as Republicans go, he was about as anti-right to bear arms as you could possibly get. I, I mean, he was a fucking—you know—he was a ho- guy in Hollywood. You know, yeah. so he—he he was kind of reared in that same bubble of L.A. and L.A. is a fucking bizarre place. It's—it's it's yeah. one of—I'm the, from there. It's one of the most manipulative places on earth. Um, yeah and it's not and it's not even the people it's just like the entire place it's like you're fucking gaslit by the fact that you have an ocean on one side you have mountains on the other you have a desert on the other it's like and no other place on earth has that climate so it's just totally ripe for like batshit craziness and the sun always shines on top of it yeah
0: it's like i like can't speak to it entirely but i mean i visited la um and i'm like i would say generally like yeah i agree with that more or less and like i was in like i think west hollywood i don't remember yeah i think it was west hollywood but it was just like the bleakest shit i've I've, like honestly ever seen of as far as like this like kind of perfect illustration of like um stark wealth divide of like you have a homeless guy like with shit all over his dick like on the sidewalk and then like literally right next to that is like some like restaurant and like there's like a dude outside like on his bluetooth like yeah um, wearing like gucci polo like it like just shit (laughs) that like everywhere and it's it's like I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I went there and was like, honestly kind of like extremely like saddened by whatever it is that you call that. And, I don't, and I it's, don't and it's, it's
1: just gotten, it's, it's exacerbated itself in this post COVID world. Um, in many, many ways, like it's gotten so much fucking worse and COVID it's like everybody there is this total mask Nazi, where if even if you're hiking outdoors, you and you're not wearing a mask, like they'll literally fucking like this, like this one guy. uh, He looked like David Schwimmer or just like some fucking douchebag. He was like, nice mask, Donnie, because I wasn't wearing one. I was like fucking outside. And I just yeah. like laughed at him and called him a libtard to his face. I just like I, I'm just like I was like not having that shit. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and it's and it's aggressive there. It's like I moved to Austin and everyone here is more or less pretty chill. But man, they're they fucking foam at the mouth over there. But another thing, too, is to get back into is Lippo Bank. Uh, Speaking of 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 the 1996 election uh, campaign finance stuff, um, Lippo Bank, which is owned by the Riotti family, which is this multi-billionaire family in Indonesia, um, they're based out of LA. So James Riotti and Mokhtar Riotti, even though they they're they're you know they're Indonesian, they're they're Sino Indonesian billionaire family, they're based out of LA and what you have in LA is this part of that the reason why